Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Thanks for joining us with this special edition of 10 Albums. I always say it's a special edition. Um, but it is actually because we have our beloved Toddles back in the house. Ew. There he is. And of course, the uh, other co host, Glenn White. Hello. Remember that one time? I'm not close enough. Sorry. There you go. No, that's good. There Remember that time you introduced yourself uh, very methodically in one of our VRS episodes, Glenn? You were like, I'm Glenn. White. <laughs> White. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was great that was great well yeah no great to see you again todd uh yeah. thanks uh we have already uh we got one episode that um that we have well recording has probably been posted by this point mm. uh people listening to this so let's quickly run down uh so far your 10 albums oh yeah for sure so uh my first pick was arcade fire's neon bible my second pick was death from above's you're a woman i'm a machine and my third pick was cage the elephant's melophobia Tremendous. Okay, and then this would be pick number four. I'm glad you can remember yours because I haven't got a clue what mine is. Oh, dear. <laughs> Good thing we're not doing a special episode about you then. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my pick for number four Trying is... Trying to say I'm not special? <laughs> Man, you just totally stole his thunder there. <laughs> oh, jeez. He was about to reveal it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. No. Yeah, yeah, next uh, episode. <laughs> my pick... Yeah, just leave the fourth pick blank. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move on to the fifth episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my fourth pick is uh, uh, Foster the People's debut album Torches. Oh, I don't. Are you guys familiar with the band Foster the People? I am indeed. Uh, similar to your last pick, there. Uh, there's a couple of songs that I know quite well, and I had on like playlists and such, including. Yeah. Uh, does this album have Helena Beat? By chance? Yes, it does. Ooh, that is the that uh, first song off this album. So uh, this album is just absolutely full of singles like i think pretty much every one of these played on the radio except maybe two when is this the other hit sorry to interrupt is it the uh the something about pumped up kicks or something like that that, is, that is song number two on this wow. yeah, yeah okay crazy yeah yeah uh, uh let me just quickly run down the list of these songs and you probably recognize most of them so uh helena beat or helena beat i don't know how I'm pretty sure it's Helena or whatever. What did you say? I thought it was Helena Beat. Yeah, I think but... it is Helena Beat. Okay. Sometimes I say Helena Beat. I don't know. Uh, pumped Up Kicks, Call It What You Want, Don't Stop, and then in parentheses, Color on the Walls, Waste, I Would Do Anything For You, Houdini, Life on the Nickel, Miss You, Warrant, and Broken Jaw. This album is just incredible. Uh, just a little history. Uh, the lead singer of this band, Mark Foster, like before he... Uh, formed foster the people he worked as a person who like wrote jingles for commercials uh, that makes sense so that's why a lot of the songs like kind of get stuck in your head because they have a very like jingle vibe to definitely. them definitely yeah. uh, especially like helena beat and pumped up kicks uh it's 
uh, an important album to me because when I was uh, 2011, how old was I? 19? Yeah, I was 19. So I actually just got my driver's license. So the first album that I threw in my uh, parents' uh, van was uh, Pumped Up Kick or uh, Torches by Foster the People. And that like stayed in there for a good couple weeks until I got tired of it. But it definitely uh, brings me back to those days of just cruising around in my van with my friends late at night going to see movies and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't have uh, any interesting black eye stories about Foster the People. I did. I was fortunate enough to see them actually, I think, at the same show as the uh, Melophobia album. Oh. Uh, they were all playing at Sonic Boom. It was a uh. wonderful Sonic Boom. Uh, I think this was in 2014 when they had... Like Jack White, Arctic Monkeys, Tegan and Sarah, uh, freaking uh, Airborne Toxic Events, Stars, Foster the People, of course, Cage the Elephant, it, The Smalls, uh, Winter Sleep, like the list goes on and on. It was very cool. stacked, yeah. Yeah, and I think that was the was the second last or the third last Sonic Boom before they like stopped and then called it Sonic Field Day, and it's yeah, like yeah. a completely different thing now. Totally. Uh, yeah, and they played a wonderful show. You'd think uh, so. Foster the People has a bit more of an electronic uh, kind of vibe to it, like a lot of like uh, uh, I guess computer stuff goes into it, like a lot of keyboard. Uh, I don't know if I'm explaining this well enough, but it, it feels like it's very like manufactured. Yep. But when you see it live, like Mark Foster is like an incredible singer. He like it almost sounds like a he's like a child or something like that when he sings like certain songs like you think yeah. there's like some weird effect he's doing on his voice like one that stands out to me is don't stop color on the walls it almost sounds like there's two different singers but it's him actually like physically doing it himself like pitching up his voice so much that he sounds like an entirely different person different like person. some small kid or something so oh wow uh yeah definitely recommend i'm sure most people have listened to foster the people before so i I don't know. Uh, have you heard of Foster the People before, Glenn? I've heard of them, but I, I'm i sure I would recognize a song, but I don't recognize the titles of the song whatsoever. Let's, uh, I guarantee that you've heard, well, I shouldn't say guarantee. Do you listen to Sonic much? Yeah, I listen to Sonic quite a I, bit, actually. I'd be quite surprised if he hasn't heard um, Pumped Up Kicks. I listen, up I listen kicks, to yeah. Sonic more than I would listen to The Bear. I, did, I barely okay. listen to The Bear and all. Well, guaranteed <laughs> you've heard it then. Mind you, who knows what your listening habits were back in 2011. Probably, maybe, maybe probably heavier. I think this song yeah, has kind of persisted for... <laughs> for quite a while, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of a dark song, though. Like, uh, Do you know what it's about? No. It's like some... So they tried to put like a twist on like a school shooting. Because mm. like the whole song is about like all the other kids with the pumped up kicks. You better run, better run, outrun my gun. Oh, like, I didn't know that was the... It's uh, about like being jealous of like all the rich kids that have... Uh, pumped up kicks i assume that's like a type of shoe right that used to exist kicks, yeah 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 so uh yeah it's just like i it was i actually heard uh from uh not she's not like my cousin but it's like one of my moms. did lots of sorry did lots of bands do stuff like with the columbine thing like that sounds like a columbine thing because matt matt good did that yeah like as uh, well with alert status alert st- yeah and he had actual footage of the the uh columbine shootings like in the video and all that yeah yeah 
Well, I, I heard from uh, like my mom's friend's daughter, who was in like elementary school at the time, that they weren't even allowed to sing that song or play it like really on their little loudspeakers on their phones because of the context of the song. Yeah, the connotation. If so you will. someone someone understood what the song was about and said, "Yeah, yeah you're not playing." If that. you listen to the lyrics, it's kind of it's a little dark. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure you've heard it before, Glenn. We don't need to. <laughs> To hold an iPhone up to the yeah, yeah. All of a sudden insane anger comes on. Oh no! Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my pick for number four. Uh, very like, I, I bet a lot of people when they're like listening to the, these episodes, it's just like, man, Todd listens to way too much Sonic. He's got to listen to something else. Like it seems like every band that I pick is a Sonic band. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> it's I think it's nice that every single person that's. Uh, done their their 10 album list so has such a diverse uh listening what is he doing oh (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why he's taking pictures He's capturing the moment, man. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I of think every, trying to explain. Yeah, everyone, everyone who, yeah, everyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. essentially, <laughs> is, what, is what he's trying to say. But, but I mean, Darcy's picks were all so different from mine, from, from, uh, yourselves. And, and then Josh's mm. are, are widely different from everyone else's as well. And, and then Matt's are like, Matt's was more, I don't know. Kind of like mine, and then not so much like mine. Like, yeah. I think that's why we get lots of listeners in that, just because they get a wide variety of albums to possibly, you know, whether they're listening to YouTube or whatever, and punch it in and see see what it is that we've been listening to. For yeah, exactly. Like Todd, you're definitely bringing the more uh, or like more consistently like the modern. Music, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I, that's what you say. Sonic. Anybody that doesn't know, I, I'm sure every city has something similar to Sonic. Sonic is like our modern rock yeah. station here in Edmonton, right? So I, it's, I wouldn't be surprised actually that that all the Sonic, like the alternative stations, like I know in Calgary, it's like called X ninety two nine or whatever. Right, but right. Uh, I think uh, I think there are other Sonic stations in Canada because, like, I yeah, I, I, mean, I live in Gander, Newfoundland now, and there's like a K Rock station. Yeah, K Rock is definitely like, like reached like it's got tentacles all over the place. Oh yeah, which is absolutely pathetic. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I don't have anything about K Rock. But... I listen. I used to listen to K Rock. Yeah, you're saying you listened to you thought Rush was was my band. So yeah, yeah, okay. was... K Rock's not all bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my pick, and I'm sticking to it. Sounds good. So Glenn, you kind of uh, you know mentioned uh, your potential knowing of this band yeah what, what do you know about this band matt gardner yeah <laughs> glenn <laughs> white <laughs> no. matt <Gardner>. yeah <laughs> doesn't quite work with the, the two syllables no nothing. no uh yeah no so I, I just i recall i didn't like i remember when uh pumped up kicks came out and i was like oh I, like i get it it's, it's catchy and all that wasn't as huge of a fan of it, but I I really liked uh, Helena Beat. Like I really like the da, 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 da. like the like you said, it's almost like very radio jingly. Mm-hmm. And I remember like hearing it a bunch of times, and it kind of had like this. Not I wouldn't say Stockholm syndrome isn't like the right phrasing, but stick with me. Uh, like I heard it enough. I, it is. It's kind of funny that you mentioned it's radio jingle because I ke- and I kept going like, okay, 
that's in my head, but I can't remember what song it's from. I can't remember. And then eventually I just kind of hear it on the radio enough. And then finally I was like, that's the song. But it took me a while. It wasn't like instantaneous, but it was kind of like a, like a commercial jingle or something that that particular hook got in my head. Yeah. And then eventually it just wore me down. And finally I was like actively seeking it out. And 2011 is a little bit before like everything's on YouTube within seconds and blah, blah, blah. Right. So it did take a little while for me to, uh, to formulate what, you know, figure out what band it was and all that kind of thing. Uh, so, but I, that was definitely one of my singles that I like sought out and I definitely did like the single hunting thing where I'm like, oh, I'm going to find out who that band is. God damn it. Glenn White. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate stuff like in our stores, like where we have no possible way of finding out who the artist is. Oh yeah. And I, I know oh, now we've now though. There is a way. Yes. It's you just called, go to the CD geez. room. Oh, or Shazam, yeah, which I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess you can use Soundhound or Shazam or yeah. whatever. But yeah. but previous to or that, Soundzam, they they had the satellite thing, and and before they had these apps on the phone, mm-hmm. there was nothing, no way to capture who the artist was. And I remember going around the store and saying, "Who sings this? Who sings this?" And I was asking you, and it, yeah. was, it turned out to be it was a Chris Isaac song. Oh, but it, it must have taken me two years to find that out. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, I'm really bad at guessing who it is i always think it's like fleetwood mac it's like taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) glenn white (laughs) i think this must be glenn white White. (laughs) Uh, it's funny that you guys bring up the store thing i don't know if uh if this is a thing still but i remember when i first started working at the store uh if you got there early enough in the morning it would be like a completely different radio station i don't know if like I always thought it was transitioned to do a different radio station yeah. automatically or if somebody like came in and went like, why is it like hard rock for some reason? You know what it was? It's like they thought like janitors, they like stereotyped janitors as like hard work and like blue collar guys. So they like switch it on to essentially what a K-Rock station would be oh. from like 11 to 7. Yeah. Okay. And then at yeah. 7 it would transition back to adult contempo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it would be that like blue collar work, hard rock station. Yes. And there was a song playing... Uh, that was like super psychedelic. It was amazing. And I had no idea this was before Shazam. I could not like, it was way too early in the morning and the song was like over. And I'm like, I don't remember any of the lyrics. So for years I went without knowing what, who, who played that song. And, uh, when I was listening to K rock one day, uh, on the way home, uh, the song came on, but it wasn't like displayed on my, uh, my van. Like who, wrote this song and I kept I was like constantly emailing like the host of K-Rock I'm like hey I was just listening to the radio and this song I've been looking for for ages came on can you tell me what it is and he's like shooting me back all these like songs like was it this one I'm like nah Uh, nah it wasn't that so he's actually sending you like he was at the song no he actually just the titles and then like I would quickly like YouTube it and went like Oh, I, play, I think it was playing the iTunes preview of it because I think this was before YouTube. And it was uh, Nobody's Fault by, by Mine by yes. Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin. I thought Led Zeppelin as soon as you mentioned. Amazing song. Yeah. And like it turned out I owned the album that that was on. I, I just never. It was under your nose the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I was wow. just like, wait a minute. It, it was actually in my iTunes library now that I think about it. What? And I just had never passed by before. Like it doesn't sound like a Led Zeppelin song when you no. listen yeah, to it. I know it's very, mean. very different. Yeah. like very very effect heavy uh so it doesn't sound like a led zeppelin song like at all so 
I think uh, I think I should be off the hook for being judged for not knowing that it was Led Zeppelin, but I, t- I totally know what you mean though, because there's a few Led Zeppelin songs they play on that particular type of station, all that, and one of them's uh, it's called Whole Lot of Love, and yeah. there's this huge like three minute like you know like the the drum beats kind of like that keeping just keeping a beat in the background and then jimmy pages is going nuts with a slide and it's all like or he's got one of those like antennae that you can kind of like manipulate i don't know if you ever seen those things the theremin yes yeah theremin that's he's doing a big theremin solo and then it drops off into like uh yeah zeppelin covered a lot of ground like you say i mean it, it doesn't sound like a led zeppelin song but like honestly like man they've had so many different types of songs so mm-hmm. they've they've really uh yeah, I don't even remember what album that that's off. Is that? I think that's Led Zeppelin four, actually. Is it? Yeah, or I thought it was like a physical graffiti or some shit. I thought oh. it was like a later later Did, song. Didn't we do a ten albums episode that you got into talking about how Led Zeppelin actually ripped off all those songs? Yeah, Led Zeppelin one was all blues music written by somebody else, and then even the acoustic songs was later revealed that like literally they note for note and even the guitar tone he used was like ripped off as well led zeppelin's technically like a super group right uh no i guess so yeah in a way because they were like they were all studio musicians but they were all like 19 yeah. like robert or sorry i don't know mm-hmm. um the, like jimmy page was like a producer yeah. and an engineer when he was like 18 or 19 he was like a prodigy and yeah. then he ended up getting like the uh, yeah i guess to a degree they were yeah John I, I, I thought they well i guess it maybe that's like how every band forms it, it's just i i know like a little bit of history that they were originally could be called like the new yardbirds or something like that because there was a band called the yardbirds yes. yeah and i guess which had eric clapton and yeah. Jeff back and like it was like all these yeah but yeah. it's yeah crazy to think though yeah that he was like like um Jimmy Page was 19, like, for Led Zeppelin 1. Like, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Man, having your whole life set up for you. I yeah. he was a hard worker, though. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, obviously, man. He must have put a lot of time in there. I know we're getting a little away from my 10 albums pick, but have you ever seen the movie, uh, that documentary, It Might Get Loud? With, yes. Uh, Jack White. Edge uh, and Jimmy Page? Jimmy Page. Yes. Yeah, and The Edge, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's what a fun. weird documentary. That I is. love the beginning. Yeah, it is. I love the beginning where uh, where uh, Jack White hook, like makes basically makes a guitar out of like a bottle and like a it, chunk of wood and like a string. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Yeah. Have you it, seen that, Glenn? It just I it just shows seen how, a preview for it. I don't even know what that it's, was on. It's cool, man. It's yeah. really neat. It is a weird like. <laughs> it just what? shows how crazy each one of them is. Yeah. And how old Jimmy Page is. Like the oh, edge man. makes no sense when he talks. No. Like he was talking about. How playing a guitar is like walking through a forest and like walking he looks through a forest. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, all he does is hit this like a G chord and it like arpeggiates. Like there's he's a, he's basically plays a new computer and it does a bunch of shit for him. And he's just kind of like basically revealed like I don't really do anything. Yeah, <laughs> like I really don't really even play. And you yep. could also discover like how shitty of a singer Jimmy Page is because they do uh, yeah. a song at the end all together. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And Jimmy Page pipes in for the chorus, and, and it's, it's just, just rotten. Like, Stop! <laughs> yeah, just gotta, oh, <laughs> really cut. stick to guitar there, okay? Yeah. Stay in your yeah. lane, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just so just to uh, round back confirm to which album? Yes, round back. Yeah. Uh, nobody's fault. In my mind is actually on Presence, which is 1976, one of their last albums. So, uh, oh, you know what? I'm okay. Maybe quickly Google this for me. Yes. Is it on the greatest hits album, Led Zeppelin Mothership. Oh, I've never even heard of that one. Let's see, Mothership, Zeppelin Mother. Because it had to get on my iTunes somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
And I only had so many Led Zeppelin oh, albums. Look at this Led Zeppelin mother. I've never even heard of this one. Led Zeppelin yet yeah, compilation track listing. Let's have a look. Ooh, it's a big. It's like fucking. When you're a teenager, you don't necessarily minutes. have the money to buy every Led Zeppelin album. So Led Zeppelin Mothership was probably the way to go. It totally is on that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You betcha. Okay. Even though that kind of ruins the whole point of buying an album because you probably want to listen to all of it at once. But if you're trying to just like. Could you scattershot get a whole bunch at once? That's right. Can you imagine if like all of our albums were just like, yeah, like uh, Aerosmith, uh, Greatest Hits. Oh, <laughs> uh, then like uh, also like uh, Bon Jovi, Greatest Hits. <laughs> it's like everyone's a Greatest Hits package. Man, but, that'd be great. I, maybe my, yeah, I'm going to come up with a pick that's like all Greatest great, Hits. Like, greatest Hits. You know what I do like, uh, and I guess one more tangent to yeah, go sure, on. Yeah, uh, sure. Do we we're, all, use... we're all tangents yes. when I'm here. Okay, go this ahead. This is true. Yeah. Uh, the, like, I like Apple Music, the use of, um, so they'll do, like, they call it essentials. Mm. So they kind of do their own greatest hits package, but it's much more comprehensive. It's usually, like, like 25 to 30 songs. Yeah. And then there is, like, the secondary ones, and then there's, like, deep cuts. So they have, like, oh. these layers so you can, like, sort of unravel the band in like three different playlists. I think it's a really good idea. I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, that's really neat. Uh, yeah, before Apple Music, iTunes had like uh, the essentials thing that you were just talking about, but they never had the deep cuts. Yeah, uh, check it out. It's pretty neat. I, are you an uh, Apple Music guy or do you do Spotify? Uh, I actually have not jumped on the streaming service wagon oh. at all. I sure they don't really... have streaming service in Gander. Yeah, yeah. The Ouch. streaming service, there's a stream... Behind the Walmart, you can yeah, yeah, go can play in there. Plug it, yeah, try and plug yeah, your a, like iPhone into it. Fish hook in it. Yeah, you can get a perch. You can get a Glenn White. <laughs> All right, there we go. So I uh, got a lot of mileage out of that album, even though we haven't talked about it in like the last twelve minutes. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Foster the People, and what was the name of it again? Torches. Torches by Foster the People. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully do another couple episodes here yeah. quick with Todd. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, uh, Todd. Yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Holy shit! This next one, can you get a little bit closer to the bike? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.